Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Oh, yes, we're talking about sex, queer sex in uh, particular. Uh, we are going to be joined, in fact, we are joined by Bupilo Bukaba, who's a body and sex positivity advocate. Bupilo, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening to you and your listeners. How are you? Um, we are strong. So, Bupilo, I know that you were at the sex expo last week. How was it? <laughs> Ah, it was fantastic, fantastic. I actually planned on going to all four days, but I only managed to go on the Saturday, which was very explosive. I had so much fun. Um, once again, it was a very educational excursion. Um, it's a topic that I'm very interested in. So I, I had a blast. I had a blast. You had a blast. What did you see? Share with us. What did you participate in? <laughs> Sure. So there was a lot of interaction. Um, I obviously can't mention brand names, but there were a lot of um, uh, brands that I was very interested in. Um, I tagged along with a friend who's actually in the works of um, launching something as well in, in our country. Uh, there were a lot of um, international and local brands, which I loved. It was an infusion of um, body art, you know, um, we got to see a lot of new innovative technology with regards to intimacy. Um, so, yeah, there was really a lot, a lot of jam-packed activities. And there was also a VIP section that I unfortunately didn't have access to. But next year, I'm definitely making sure that I have access to to, to the VIP section. I, I heard from a couple of uh, people who had access that, listen, it's like one of those nights in Vegas that you really um, have to experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they say that what, what happens there stays there. Stays in Vegas. La Lela. <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> All right. So um, tell us a bit more about yourself and why you became a body and sex positivity advocate. Okay, so um, I'm uh, the second born of uh, three daughters. Um, middle child. In, uh, yeah, I, 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 I have middle child syndrome, <laughs> I won't lie. Um, I grew up in a very um, non-confident household. So everything that had to do with confidence or expressing yourself was very frowned upon. Um, I don't think it was something that was done intentionally by, by, by my parents. They were very overprotective. So as I grew up, I started gaining my own confidence and um, loving myself. So one of the things that I went through was uh, my coming out journey. And that journey really helped me shape my confidence and how I believe in expressing myself and being authentic to, to myself. So... Um, what I learned from that is loving yourself and showing yourself love. And that way you can also show others love. And you can't say you love and not be in touch with your intimacy, right? You have to you 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 have to give part of your of, of your intimacy in order to show love. So that's what I started discovering. Um, and then I got to meet someone who introduced me to um, the adult entertainment slash adult um, entrepreneurship world, um, where I got to discover that 
hey, there's actually a very big market um, when it comes to adult um, lifestyle, which includes toys, um, adult wear and uh, adult consumables and that's how I got into the game and I started also um, freelancing as an entrepreneur selling um, some products of my own so yeah that's how I got into it I always advocate for for women um, empowerment in the bedroom more especially um, so yeah that's 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 me in a nutshell. Well, there's someone else who was at uh, the Sexpo. He got a ticket here on the show to go to the Sexpo. Unfortunately, uh, he went on a date where Benzito and I couldn't make it. Um, mm. But it's Donald in Rosenberg. He says, "Good evening, Patricia and all A-teamers. I was there at the Sex Expo on Thursday. <laughs> I had an access to the VIP section. It was oh. fantastic at Times Square Arena." Thanks to you and the team, Patricia. Well, Donald, that, that, that's why we say it's, it pays to be an A-team. <laughs> if you miss out on this show, Yay. you'll miss out. You see, Buipilo, you are supposed to be part of us, right? And then next year, we know that we're in that VIP section together. I will, I definitely know now where my bread is buttered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there, there are a couple of things before we talk queer sex. A couple of things that you've mentioned, mm -hmm. right? Firstly, you said your coming out journey. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that I've spoken to here on the show don't speak of it as a journey. They say, mm -hmm. I, I came out, you know. So explain mm -hmm. to us about this coming out journey. What does it look like? What does it mean for you? And okay. was it easy? Mm. Okay. Um, I, I have to say that this is a personal journey. No two journeys are the same, just like our identity. Um, no two fingerprints are the same. So I just want to give viewers that discretion. Um, I knew from an early age, but because of lack of understanding and not really having representation, especially in our country, I did not really understand what my feelings meant. So as a young girl, I would have attraction to other females, but I brushed it off as um, just admiring their looks. I remember I had a high school crush um, and I had a crush on my high school leader. You know, when you're in grade eight and you're assigned a, a leader or a mentor, I had a big crush on her, but I just thought, you know, these are just feelings that will eventually go away. Um, fast forward to my early twenties. I, I was I was hetero, I was I was in a heterosexual relationship. Um, I broke up with my boyfriend, and I just gave myself some time to breathe and actually rediscover who Bipilo is. What do I love? What do I enjoying uh, doing? And what do I like doing in my spare time? So um, I was single, and I gave myself time. I actually started. Um, discovering my discovering my own intimacy at that time you know learning what it is that I love sexually you know and mm. that's when I started actually um, exploring doing my research finding out um, what different techniques there are what it is what is a g-spot you know um, and how how best it is for me to 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 get to it long story short um my wardrobe started changing. I started being more comfortable in my own skin, which meant I stopped dressing up for um, impressing other people and started dressing up for what I felt most comfortable in. I identified as bisexual for a while, which meant I dated both men and women. 
And that's when I had a conversation with myself that, what do you actually enjoy more, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where uh, the part where I have to say that this is a personal choice. Not everyone is going to sit down and say that I want to choose one side. Some people still prefer to say, hey, I I, I love um, hanging out with Sipo and I also love hanging out with Dineo, you know? Interesting, so, yeah? Um, yeah, I, I then discovered that I actually gravitate to towards women more than I do men and I I met up with a lady who who actually asked me out you know um and she 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 was heterosexual though um and she was I guess trying to experiment Mm -hmm. but that experiment then turned into something that I was uh discovering myself in and I um that didn't really last long it was just uh Effling, so to speak, but I then uh, I then went and uh, started seeing other women, um, and yeah, I have not looked back ever since. Okay, so it has been a journey. No, it has been a it journey. Been and a I journey. remember we spoke of gender fluid uh, fluid. Come fluidity. fluidity, gender fluidity. This English thing is not my friend today. Yeah. So uh, we spoke about that. I think about three weeks ago on the show, mm. and it's very clear that. It, it's not a uh, now that I have uh, discovered that I'm attracted to people of the same sex. Mm-hmm. It's it ends there. You can meander into different parts mm-hmm. of your sexuality. Nothing is cast mm-hmm. in stone. And mm-hmm. you also spoke about adult entrepreneurship, so the adult yes. entertainment side. What is this yes. all about, girl? Are you making ka ching ching? <laughs> Look, um, you need to you, you you need to you need to pay to have fun, right? <laughs> so, so, so there is really a a, a booming um, industry within the adult entertainment um, lifestyle. Um, there's a lot of uh, innovative um, entrepreneurs out there who are who are manufacturing products that um, promote uh, pleasure. So, from lubricants to vibrators, to strap-ons, to um, items where you can restrict yourself like bondages. So I think it is all about being open to having pleasure and not just being ignorant about what it is that will bring you pleasure. That's how you're able to to then open up to discovering more of this um, entertainment, I mean, uh, adult entertainment. Aha. Uh-huh. So there's a lot that is out there for those who are interested in adult it's, entertainment. Okay. That is for sure. That is for sure. Okay. So when I, okay, well, I want to Fazane, so women have asked you out, you ask women out, you are clearly good at understanding this queer sex uh, story. Let's start here with the bisexual uh, sex. I mean, how mm. does that work? I mean, how does it get initiated? Bisexual meaning someone so, who's attracted to both genders. Yes, because I mean, yes. do, do you have to give yourself intervals? Do you have your partner at the same time? Is it a threesome setup? So there's from my personal opinion, <laughs> there's different setups. There's obviously one way you will have a threesome, which means um, either you are the male or the female, and then you are joined by either um, the same gender. So 
um, another man and a woman, so two men and one woman, or you can switch it around and have two women with one guy. Hmm. How do you mm. initiate it? I mean, it's Let something me you, you want over. to get into. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's all about open communication and being um, confident in what it is that you want. You can't approach that situation with fear. Um, you you can't be doubtful. You need to you need to you need to back up um, your feelings. So I remember in in one of my engagements. Um, one of the ladies actually proposed that I join her and her partner in the bedroom. So we were out um, having a good time. Um, I was with a couple of friends. She was with a couple of friends too. Um, and we just started having a conversation. Um, the guy was not around at the time. Um, she then expressed that she likes me as a person. You know, it, it just felt like a friendly conversation amongst two females. At the end of the night, we exchanged um, contacts and kept in touch. And about a week or two, she, 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 she gave me a ring and was like, oh, what are you up to? I was like, oh, nothing hectic. She's like, I have something to tell you, but I really don't know how to say it. And I was like, no, I mean, you, you can be honest and open about what it is that you, you, you want to tell me. And she's like, well, I am attracted to you, but I've never been intimate with a woman. And um, there is a gentleman that I am currently in a relationship with. And I think the three of us would have fun. I, I must say I was um, surprised because it was my first engagement, but I was interested to find out, okay, what, what it is that she saw in me that felt that, that made her feel that she could firstly approach me about a situation like that. Mm -hmm. And secondly, why she would feel comfortable bringing another woman into uh, a relationship she already has with, with her, her partner. Hmm. Anyway, long story short, um, she then um, started a WhatsApp group amongst the three of us. Oh my started, goodness! Yeah, it was <laughs> it was serious. It was, it, it was very frank. We started a WhatsApp group. Um, then we exchanged pictures amongst the group. Um, we would have conversations amongst the three of us, as in like flirtatious conversations amongst the three of us. So I would say something flirtatious to a guy the guy would say something flirtatious back towards me and no one had um, restrictions or felt like um, there was no element of jealousy. So then we planned to meet up at a central location. We bought some nice drinks, bought some food. Um, we actually had a, almost like a friendship situation um, leading up to that night. Um, on the actual night, like I said, we bought food, bought drinks, um, chilled a bit, got to, we even got to watch a movie. And we didn't really rush no, wait, into wait, the actual Was it just act. a normal movie or you guys psyching yourself up with the, some pornographic movie? No, it was, it was an actual movie. Um, it, was, it was actually a Kevin Hart movie. Oh, um, okay. Yeah we, we were, yeah, we were chilled. And then um, me and the lady went to take a shower and... Uh, that's how it actually started because I was like, I feel that she initiated this, but she kind of is a bit hesitant and she doesn't really know how to um, 
start the actual interaction because I could see her fidgeting like you know when you can see that someone is like okay when is this actually starting mm. so anyway I took her to the shower I was like okay maybe she'll be more relaxed in the shower we took a shower together and then the, the guy came and joined wait 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 Hmm. Oh, so you okay, you are the one who time. said, Asambe, let's let's go. We're taking a shower. Yeah. And then yeah. the shower, it was an innocent shower between two girls, or were you already starting to explore the the, the same sex um um you know touching and so on and with this woman who was who, who was heterosexual and had never tried? So um I actually have a shower trick. Oh, okay. So that's why we're taking notes. What's a shower shower. trick? Talk to us. (laughs) My my shower trick is um, if you have a um, a detachable shower head. So um, I I don't know if I'm making sense. You know, a detachable one, one one you can actually move around, Mm -hmm. and then you turn the water all the way out. So you open the tap all the way out, right? You make sure that the water is not too hot and not too cold. So like lukewarm or body temperature. Mm-hmm. Right. You have it coming out really, really hard. And then you move it around your clitoral area. Okay. So that's what you did. Yes. That's your shower so trick. That's what, so that was my shower. My shower trick was, okay, let's get into the shower. Obviously, like wash her back. Just like get her to relax because I could feel the tension that, okay, she really wants to do this, but she doesn't really know how to get into it. Okay, started with a shower and then obviously start caressing her body. And then that's when I was like, oh, I actually have a trick for this. Uh, she was like, oh, what is it? Uh, I mean, you, you can share. Then uh, I, I asked her to take a chair. We took a chair in one of the other rooms and then she actually sat down in the shower and then I proceeded to kiss her. And then as I kissed her, I took the shower head. I, I made her close her eyes and I took the shower head and she obviously opened her legs. And yeah, she, she could not believe it at first what was happening. She actually had an orgasm before we actually got to do anything. And the guy all this time is... Is, 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 is watching. Just... Oh. Because oh. The, the shower was, you know, like when the the the, the room and the bathroom is one um in suit space mm, okay hey timers mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, please this conversation not between Bupila and myself <laughs> i also want to hear from you i mean have you had such uh, experiences um around queer sex and also not only that maybe you've got a question for Bupila and um you are like uh the, the, the participant in her endeavor, right? And you, you want to try, but you're too scared. She can't give you tips. She is, after all, a body and sex positivity advocate. So make mm. sure that you join in. Send those WhatsApps on 0614-104107. You can also call in on 086 
We are in the closet with Buipilo Bukaba, who's a body and sex positivity advocate. We're talking queer sex. And the lines are open, right? To send those voice notes, uh, whatever questions you may have, 0614104107. And yes, you can remain anonymous. It is a safe space. We're adults. Maybe you've tried and enjoyed it, but now you need to let the secret out of, you know, the closet. You want people to know that this is you. Uh, you are the explorer, the great explorer. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> feel free. You're most welcome to join in on the conversation. Repeat that WhatsApp number 0614-104-107. Okay, Vipilo, you have told us about a three-way initiation of mm-hmm. queer sex, right? But for the first time, mm-hmm. I mean, how does one who has uh, gone into uh, the LGBTQI plus community initiate sex? So uh, I've had a few incidences with women that I've said have initiated and haven't really, weren't really aware or weren't really exposed to uh, queer sex. Um, I remember an incident with a partner of mine who actually had a moment during an intimate uh, session with me, our first intimate session, where she actually touched my breast for the first time. She had only had sex with men. So her touching my breast for the first time was like, oh, so I am actually having sex with a woman. Um, I think the most important thing is to be comfortable in your own skin. That breaks uh, a lot of barriers. It, it's also important to communicate, be open. If you if if you experience a moment of um, a funny moment, share it. Share, be open to 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 sharing everything that happens. Um, be open to the engagement not being perfect because most of the time it won't be perfect. But it's all about where you see yourself ending up. Do you actually want to have a good time? Or are you taking boxes? So I always encourage being open-minded. Um, don't always wait for someone to take the lead. Initiate. I always say whatever that you do, do a bit of research. Maybe check something out online. Ask a few questions to a couple of friends or to people who you know uh, will give you good advice. You know, call in on the show <laughs> if you need to before your engagement. Um, and and I'm sure there are people who are always open and willing to 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 give you advice on on the best tips. You know, I've got a voice note here. I'd love to hear it. I'm, I'm very intrigued to hear what A-teamers have to say. Okay, let's hear it. Good evening, uh, Sis Mandoli and your guest. Uh, I think um, Boitu Melo, she, get, um, she got um, a great experience um, in terms of intimacy. Yeah, well, because I think as a guys, uh, most of the time we missed up things when it comes to sex and romance. That is why uh, ladies, they find themselves in the situation whereby they have to look somewhere else or cheating or look other women in order for to fulfill uh, that aspect of uh, intimacy of love and sex and so forth. Yeah, well... Yeah, I think I'm listening and I had a lot of things and uh, yeah, 
I will take a note. Thank you so much. This is Sam Gosinger. Thank you so much, my dude. It's a great show. <laughs> Thank you, Tim Kosi. Thank you very much. Okay, Buipilo, um, mm-hmm. do you want to comment on what Tim Kosi said? Um, I do have a comment. Um, I do uh, check out the stats, and unfortunately, heterosexual women are the least satisfied sexual beings on earth. Okay, Imagana, where are these stats coming from? I'm a heterosexual girl, <laughs> and I doubt the satisfaction uh, is part of my vocabulary. Where are these stats coming from? Saying, I will stand I for Abondombo. <laughs> I'm not saying all heterosexual women are not being satisfied. I'm saying they are the least, least sat- the least satisfied. Uh, so me, heterosexual men are the most satisfied uh, sexual beings. So heterosexual men always make sure that they have a happy ending, right? Mm-hmm. And then comes queer men. After queer men comes queer women. And then unfortunately, heterosexual women are at the bottom of the barrel. I think it has to do with being open to communicating our your women's needs so I, I nearly said our but I remember that I'm not I'm not part of the uh, unfortunately unsatisfied women so what it is is that m- most heterosexual men are willing to engage in sexual intercourse that will make sure that they have a good time but most heterosexual women are not willing to always be open to to speaking and vocalizing what it is that they want queer women are more open to speaking about what it is that they want. So uh, one the listener mentioned that um, the re- there's, there's, there's certain occasions where um, women will go outside to find pleasure. And I, I felt like he was insinuating that that's why um, you'll find a heterosexual woman actually exploring with a, uh, a queer woman. Um, I think it does not have to do with the with the men not satisfying them. I think it has to do with the confidence of the women um, to speak about what it is that they want in the bedroom. I think that they find uh, more comfort in speaking to another woman than they would to uh, uh, to their partners. Hmm. Okay, mm. and and maybe I've heard this as well being flaunted around. A man knows a man's body better. A woman mm-hmm. knows a woman's body better. So this mm-hmm. could also be at play that people, it's not only just comfort, but it's because the other knows, you know, mm. the, the, their own body, their own same-sex body and how it needs to be um, um, uh, tantalized better. Yes. I think that's yes. how I can put yes. it. Okay, <laughs> so how... Are there various lesbian sex positions? There are multiple lesbian sex positions. Um, I actually posted something on my story um, that said um, something about how lesbian women um, pick up uh, girls in the club by showing them hand signals. Um, so one of the signals that they sh- but that the, the the TikToker posted was the scissor position. So the scissor position is when uh, two women engage in sexual intercourse and they actually sit or lie down in a position where both their clitorises touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what happens is both of their legs are open, 
one is either on top or they are lying down um, next to each other and one is actually um, how do we call it stimulate yes stimulating the other by moving either up and down or side to side okay that is yes that is uh, that is what they would term um scissoring so um that is one of the the the, the lesbian positions um there's also using um sexual toys so either so this particular position you're saying women Mm -hmm. will hand signal each other in a club yes so like when it's actually a joke it's actually a joke that said this is how lesbian women end up with your with with your women in in the morning is because they do the 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 scissor hand signal uh because um one thing maybe those who have not engaged um, in the in 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 the activity don't know is that um, when the two body parts touch, when a clitoris touches another clitoris, there is a lot of uh, explosion that happens um, in the genitalia area. Interesting. I've never seen that hack signal. Maybe it's because I don't go clubbing. I'm safe. I'm safe. <laughs> okay. What other positions are there? Um, so there's obviously um using sex toys, so either using a vibrator or using a double-sided dildo. So a double-sided dildo is when uh, one end of a dildo goes into one partner and the other end goes into the other partner and as they as they um as they stimulate um each other the dildo penetrates the both of them deeper so this position is for um women who want to have a uh, dual penetration mm-hmm. and then there is also um using a strap-on. So a strap-on is when um, one partner wears the strap-on. So a strap-on is, is, is a garment that you put on, on, on your mid area and it has a, either a vibrator or a dildo attached to it. And then that partner can then penetrate to the other. So in that case, the, the pleasure is only for the one who's being penetrated. There's no... Not really. So um, the reason why one would wear a strap-on is because they find pleasure in penetrating the other person. Okay. Yes. Yes. And, I've, and I've, then... I've, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard that there are men who enjoy being pegged um, yes. using a strap-on. Okay, for those who mm-hmm. don't know what we're talking about, please explain. So pegging is when uh, a, a woman or another man wears a strap on to penetrate another man. Okay. So you don't have to identify as queer or gay to enjoy this kind of sexual act. Being penetrated as a man doesn't automatically make you gay or queer. Enjoying being penetrated or enjoying being submissive does not make you queer or gay okay you've you've clarified that and i'm glad a teamers are hearing it from your mouth Mm. all right so these Mm. various uh positions what other position is there you said you talked about the fact that toys can be used there's the scissoring position um Mm. is there any other position for especially lesbians 
there's 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 my personal favorite one which is um oral sex um i'm sure everyone is familiar with that one where one would use obviously their mouth their tongue their lips to stimulate uh, the clitoral area um and uh, the vagina safety how do you ensure safety during lesbian sex i mean things like oral sex that scissoring um, how do you yeah. ensure non-transmission of, uh, of of diseases? Well, the most important thing that I always speak about and advocate for is knowing your own sexual health. Um, so regular checks are very important. Um, being open and honest about your engagements so that you can have preventative measures um, should you should you need them. Mm-hmm. Those are very important, and um, regularly cleaning your 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 um, sexual pleasure um, instruments, so your toys, um, making sure that you you buy products that actually um, are in the market to help clean um, your your sexual um, toys, and then there's obviously um, protective measures like. Um, Dapper dance where you can actually use it um, to um, it it works the same way a condom works so you put it over your genital area and whoever is stimulating you is stimulating you on the other side um, of the product. So this uh, particular dam is also you can use it while doing the scissoring position. Yes, and you, you can, can use it on all positions, on all positions and on and during oral sex as well. Very interesting. I need to go to a quick break. We're going to come back. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations. Okay, so there's uh, very interesting uh, things here. Um, There's an issue of managing post-queer sex effects. Mm -hmm. What are they? What are the post-queer sex effects? So um, this is this 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 one actually came from a, a friend of mine. We were discussing it uh, the other day, where um, we were speaking about um, when she actually uh, had the um, clitoral to clitoral stimulation for the first time, and she started complaining about, oh, you know, my pelvic bone is actually in pain after a very hectic sex, se- uh, session. And then uh, we, we, we just started laughing about it. And I it got back to when um, I would engage in conversation with my um, male queer friends. And they would also tell me that, you know, after a hectic session, um, I sometimes can't sit properly or I sometimes have to, you know, take it easy. And there are... Um, preventative measures um, to make sure that you don't actually have these um, ailments. So making sure that when you do um, engage in the scissoring position as a as a queer woman, making sure that you, even in the heat of the moment, when you do thrust, don't thrust to a point where you actually hurt yourself. And then as a queer man, making sure that you... Um, before you engage in, in, in your sexual intercourse, um, making sure that you, you you clean your anal area. And even after 
even post sex, making sure that um, you, you you clean your your anal area, and during um, intercourse, making sure you use products like lubes that make uh, the actual penetration a lot easier and more pleasurable. All right. I think because of time, we need to uh, finish this conversation, but definitely <laughs> we'll have many, many more around this uh, topic. Buipilo, uh, how do people get in touch with you? Um, I'm on social media under um, Vanguard Visions. Um, this is where I do most of my, my advocacy work. Um, I've also um, gotten into um, adult photography. Um, so anyone who's interested in um, getting into that space or maybe uh, exploring um, the natural nudity beauty, they can also link up with me um, if you are um if you want to get in touch to maybe um, understand more about um, sexual health products, you can also hit me up there. I'm on Instagram um, under Vanguards underscore visions, or you can hit me up on my TikTok. Um, I'm, I've recently joined the, the TikTok space and I'm having fun there. So yes, also under the underscore Vanguard um, underscore visions, you can link up there. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. A-teamers, uh, that was Bupilo Bukaba, body and sex, a positivity advocate. It was such a great pleasure. Listen, there's a lot of things she spoke about that I knew absolutely nothing about. And I'm glad that I, I know a bit better than what I did before we started this closer conversation. And that's exactly what we aim to do, right? Educate each other uh, and uh, also open each other up to these new ways and forms of uh, of intimacy and sex and not always be closed out of the closet, but allow ourselves into the closet for better uh, understanding and uh, pleasure. Thank you very much for being with us. It's been a great week. We come back on Monday by uh, Grace. Come back on Monday at 10 p.m. for the Late Night Conversations edition. But we are on social media platforms, so always available to interact with you at SAFM. Um, radio at Patricia N. Nduli. So hit us up there and let's keep communicating until Monday. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.